0: order on June 22nd, 6.30 p.m. Uh, please, a couple of things I'd like to just tell everybody. Please shut off your cell phones or put them on, you know, vibrate so it doesn't interfere with the meeting. Call a, call a meeting to order. Uh, roll call, please. Also, when I call, I have public input. I will always speak for three minutes, and that's it. And at the end of three minutes, we'll shut you off. Okay. That's when we have public meeting. You give your name and address when we get ready for public input.
1: Just press the button. Come pause. Roll call.
2: Councillor Zigorovsky? Here. Roy? Lopez? Labrie? Here. Cushane?
1: Anybody on Zoom? The plan is on Zoom. Over there. I want no one else up there.
0: Councilor Krampitz is on Zoom. Councilor LaFlam, that's it for Zoom. We have a, in attendance our committee here. Also yeah. attending is our, yeah. our building messenger, okay. building inspector, Frank Boron,
1: City Councilor Nine, Mary Beth,
0: our health director, Liz Sanders. Who else is you? Doug Ellis, our engineer, and George Balakir, Ward 4 Alderman.
1: Okay.
0: Our, t- our new attorney, I, gotta, I can't forget, Mr. Riley. Right. So that's everybody that's in attendance. Just a few things. It's in, the op- in compliance with the open meeting laws, if anyone audio or video recording this meeting or any part of the meeting, please raise your hands.
2: Register to be
0: registered. Be registered. Okay. So please identify yourself with name and address, and whether you are audio or video recording. Anybody else? Documents submitted to the committee during the meeting must be included in the minutes. Please leave it in the file here. Okay. All right. We have four items on the agenda tonight. Uh, I want to make sure I cover everything. We've got a whole set of new rules we've got to follow now. The first order is on the agenda is be it ordered that the issue of dirt bikes be sent to the public safety committee for a public hearing. That's the first item that was submitted by Councilman Dobez, Prinia costello and Cochaine.
1: Speak on it.
2: Yeah, thank you major here. So if he could just highlight what's going on. <laughs> uh, can everybody hear me?
3: Uh, The dirt bike calls for service that we've received this year so far, we've only received eight actual complaints uh, compared to last year. We had uh, a little bit more than that. Reach out also to our neighboring communities to Springfield, West Springfield and Holyoke as well. And uh, they're seeing a a similar amount of call volume for that. Springfield's had a few deployments of extra officers out recently to uh, deal with some dirt bike issues. And as far as uh, our extra enforcement efforts, we've had numerous extra traffic details out, not specifically for the dirt bike problem, but if it does get to be a, a larger problem, we'll we'll have more targeted enforcement for the areas of concern. Anybody from
0: the committee? Gary LaBrie.
4: Yes, Chief, uh, I have a question on what needs to be registered. Um, I see these dirt bikes running around town. Uh, they're kind of big, and matter of fact, uh, uh, yesterday one passed me. He was on my bumper, then he went around me. But it was a, a big dirt bike with no license plates. Do they need license plates on them?
3: If it depends on the size of the engine. It's a, it's a
4: big engine. More
3: than likely, if it was a, a bigger bike, then it would need to be registered.
4: Small ones don't need to be registered.
3: If it's under a certain engine size, CC-wise, then yeah. it's not required to be registered. So we see a there's definitely a mix of what we see out on the street sometimes you even see the the quads that shouldn't be on the streets out there okay, right. and we do our best to enforce it, it, it it's difficult at times uh for in a street vehicle or even one of our suvs the quads can leave the road and and take off down a dirt yeah. pathway into the woods very easily
4: but if they go through a traffic signal like a, a motor a dirt bike or a, a small bike Will an officer, you know, try to give them a ticket, or I know they're going to take off, and we're not going to chase them?
3: But if they, yes, if they're able to, they will cite them for that. Uh, if it's a an off road type vehicle, an ATV, a quad, or something like that, then we wouldn't charge them under the normal Chapter 90. We would charge them with a Chapter 90B violation, vehicle. 'Cause vehicle.
4: Because even the electric bikes, uh, you know, we see all kinds of, you know, I'm sure you see a lot more than I do. But you know, electric bikes, scooters—you know—they're they're all motorized. They're all mixing in with traffic, and uh, it seems that they don't follow the, you know, the traffic rules. They just uh, go through the red lights or uh, Every,
3: everything's supposed to follow the rules, right. including the bicycles. They're following the same rules as
4: uh, somebody sees them. They will try to take it yeah. to them. I know it's hard to get through them. So good to know that the bigger bikes uh, need, need a plate. And the smaller ones, uh, people do ask me that. What do you need?
3: Actually, I'll get you the, the specific um, rules for the yeah, registration. Do so you see how many
4: horsepower? You could
0: send a copy to each of the Got questions on it. I know other council.
1: Anybody else? Okay. Jerry. There's...
3: We, we look at any type of uh, vehicle that flees. There's a lot of parameters. Obviously, the amount of traffic out there, safety conditions, uh, the, the reason why we'd be going after them. What we don't want to do is put anybody's life in, in jeopardy, including uh, the operator of the vehicle. So we're extremely cautious about when we would actually pursue That's That's... Our policy, we have standards within our policy that, that state um, what we should be looking for and when to break those off. And it's a, the street supervisor who's working at the time has to monitor those and decide if we should break off that uh, pursuit. We, some of the cameras that we already use in the city now are, are pretty long range. Are, are you talking more a vehicle mounted? No, we we can uh, discern some license plates with some of
1: the technology we currently have. It was observed, yeah.
0: yes. Anybody else? Mary Beth, you all George, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, here. Yeah, thank you. Uh, excuse me, Chief. Do, do we still have a confiscation policy for unregistered like dirt bikes and ATVs um,
3: if the vehicle is registered, it would be towed. Okay. And somebody they'd be depending on the, what the, the reason for um they're gonna cite them or not, mm-hmm. they, they may have the opportunity to properly register the vehicle. Okay. But uh in, in some instances it
1: end up going to auction. All right, thank
0: you. Anybody else from the uh Public input, anybody from the public want to speak on this? Verify it. No public input, we'll close all public input for now. Mr. Chairman, the yes, people on yes. Zoom? There's nobody on Zoom. No anybody on Zoom want to speak on this? I'm sorry. Yes, uh,
5: here. Yes, uh,
2: here.
5: Uh Do you just,
0: identify yourself?
5: Uh, yes, Sue Nimchick, James, Sue Street. James Street. Street. Street.
0: Okay, go ahead, Ms. Nimchick.
5: Okay, is it just simply on the topic of dirt bikes that we speak now or do we wait until the end for another topic?
0: Well, this order calls for the dirt bikes to go to public safety. That's what we got. We had a councilwoman uh, Costello file an order on dirt bikes and that's what we're talking about right now. Okay, thank you. Anybody else on Zoom? And we'll close public input. Also, roll call, please.
1: Oh yeah, we'll, we'll <clears> make a motion. Yeah.
2: Motion.
0: Second. motion and second, place on file. Call the roll. Uh, are we closing the public closing input? public input, also.
2: Councilor Zgroski.
0: Yeah, we. Need a yeah, we, Mr. Chairman, we need a motion to close public input, and then we need. A I'll make a motion to, to, to close public input. input. Motion made and second to close public input.
2: Councillor Zigorowski? Yes. Roy.
0: Yes. Lopez. Labrie. Yes. Cushein. Motion made and second to place on fall. We'll call the roll.
2: Councillor Zigorowski? Yes. Roy. Yes. Lopez. Labrie. Yes. Cushein.
1: no she's not a oh. motion passes three to zero next item on the agenda is oh, we should have a
0: vote on that though right that's the order Voted on no, the sorry, order. all set on that? Okay, I want to make sure I want to cover everything. All right, the next order that's up for the order, the Dairy Queen of 131535 Memorial Drive appear before the Public Safety Committee for a public hearing to discuss traffic conditions, snow removal on sidewalks and sanitary conditions. On the motion. It was filed by Dobaz, Piniac, Costello, and Cushain. All right, Beth.
6: Uh, thank you. Um, so basically, um, there are several neighbors here today um, in regards to the conditions on Keddie Boulevard um, that have that has been created by Dairy Queen in regards to the sanitation conditions, traffic conditions, and small removal was a problem.
2: So I invited people here to discuss with Derek Queen, and have um, I would like to do is Ray Queen also to have public input, and I want to thank uh, Steve May, Moron, um, who are here today as
6: well, and. They have knowledge of Teddy Boulevard, the traffic conditions
2: can be done, and what's being done. All aware of the situation. So basically, improve what's going on
6: with Dairy Queen. One neighbor indicated to me that Dairy Queen
2: is... Ward nine's version of Walmart, that comes We can correct this and make the quality of life better. We're
1: going to open it up
0: the public because I think we need to hear from the public on this Dairy Queen issue right now. Uh, motion, do we have to make a motion and go public? No, okay, all right. Anybody for public hearing on Dairy Queen, please. Just come up, give your name and address, please. you got three minutes only. Keep track of the time.
7: I'll try to make it quick. Okay. I'm Deborah Pangatopoulos. I'm at 30 Ketty Boulevard. My backyard is the KFC backyard, and I'm two houses on the same side as Dairy Queen. I've lived there for 40 years, and it's
2: been a nuisance for many years. Um, I did bring a display of pictures. Yeah,
7: just so we can better. Oh, just we go. Okay, up at the top, I've kind of labeled this. So this is the abuse of the drive-through line. This is our houses. This is my house. We had to park there so people wouldn't turn around in our driveways. And this is a succession of, up to his house, which is way up here. And then here you can see the actual person is in front of this neighbor's driveway. And they're very rude, but anyway. So that's what we have to deal with. If they don't park on our street, they go on to Memorial Drive. And the line forms on Memorial Drive, which is a hazard. This is stormwater that comes down from, into Dairy Queen's sewer in front. And a lot of times they don't bother to take care of it. This is what we get when we have heavy storms. And that is a real safety hazard right there. We have had cars get stuck there. This is the trash in my backyard just this week. This I was mowing in a Price Right bag was wrapped around my lawnmower. So those are the problems, some of the problems. And I understand that I went to the planning board meeting, and they're going to put maybe a Dunkin' Donut in the mix. And now we have more traffic, which will filter onto Memorial Drive as a drive-through, like Dairy Queen. And this is James Street the other day when I was pulling out. At 3 o'clock, you have schools emptying, manufacturing empty, and condos down there. So at 3 o'clock, this line was way down to the base, and they want to put this drive-through on James Street at the Castle of the Knights. So I guess basically that's it. I hope it's three minutes. So I think pictures say a lot. Thank you. Thank you.
0: Anybody else for public input? Is your name and address, please?
8: Um, my name's William Turgeon. I live on two Springfield Street. Um, but I've lived I've lived at Ketty Boulevard for most of my life when I was growing up. And I agree with what she just stated. My only concern is when they put the fence back there, it it, it ha- the traffic has to go all the way back around and it makes it inconvenient for people to even get out of the streets and, and something needs to be done about about the fence itself and i don't know why it's not it that ksc does not be able to kind of work with dairy queen as to be able to kind of solve this issue because like debbie said it's 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 a hazard and something needs to be done about this you know and because like you know and and especially with the deliveries they have every week and Something, need, something needs to be addressed, something needs to be done about it. Thank you.
0: Thank you, Mr. Church. Anybody else for public input on Dairy Queen?
5: Uh, yes, please.
0: Hello? Wait a minute, I gotta take care okay. of the audience first. Sorry.
9: My name is Don Archambault, I'm at 39 Ketty Boulevard. I like Debbie's in there a long time, my whole entire life, 61 years. I was there when there was houses, now there's Dairy Queen. Our street is turned into a parking lot. We got wide roads to park to go and have lunch. We've got two trailers: one for delivery, one to park in front of my house and leave the truck running while he's having lunch in the other truck. Okay. We have USA who doesn't cover their covers. And there's a part in Mass State Law says motor vehicles by the noise or nuisance incident to such travel shall be minimized or abated. The department shall consider such alterations or changes in travel routes. They pick up at Dairy Queen. They don't cover the cover. The trash falls out on our street, and they race down the street. In the early 70s, when Memorial Drive was made on the south side, it was made a two-lane road, and now we got all the traffic that comes down that way. So USA, the address is Keddy Boulevard. I mean, sorry, it's 15 Memorial Drive, 15 something. Instead, they raced down our street. So it's been posted and by 15 miles an hour. That's been since I was a child when I walked to junior high at Fair memorial. Nineteen seventy-four is a four-lane road, and that street's fifteen. I think fifteen is a suggestion. The trucks, the trailers—they're all using our street as a parking lot to frequent Dairy Queen. So I have pictures here if you want to look at them, and I also have snow removal. I've got more pictures of Debbie where the drain has not been—drain has not been cleared. So, back when it started in 1994, it was stated they'd take a right turn out of Ketty Boulevard when the person bought it. When we've asked about it, they said that that information is no longer around. I don't know why it's not in public record, but it was public record in '94 that they would take a right turn out of Ketty Boulevard. Even though it can go left, it was taken that they could go to a right turn. Well, the signs disappeared. The sign on the first entrance hasn't had any light on it or anything, and this is what we're dealing with. Thank you.
0: Thank you. Anybody else from public input on Dairy Queen? Yes. Go right ahead. Name and address, please.
2: My name is Carissa Cazimini. My address is in
7: Wilbraham, Massachusetts. My family is the former owner of Dairy Queen on 1535 Memorial Drive. We opened that business in 1994, and this is a disappointment to hear all of this, because that is not how we wanted this business to go when we sold it. We did sell it to one set of owners, since then it has turned over again to another set of owners. And I just wanted to apologize to the neighborhood. Um, I even, I worked with um, your your children <laughs> um, and we we took pride in yeah. what we did and how we took care of the neighborhood and, and whatnot. And I just wanted to share
2: that with everyone in the room. Thank you.
0: Thank you very much. Anybody else for public input on Dairy Queen? Yes, please. Uh, anybody on Zoom for Dairy Queen?
5: Uh, yes, please. Can Go ahead, Ms. check. Okay, thank you. Uh, I guess my, my question is for the chief. Okay, sorry I'm not there in person to meet you for the first time. And I, I'm just wondering, you know, we often hear about, you know, sites being developed, and I'm glad the original owner was there because I can tell with her voice and everything that she never intended to, this to be the situation. And often, when businesses uh, develop and they're handed off to a next buyer and next buyer and next buyer, things escalate and become worse and worse. So, chief, you know, as you know, head of safety in, in this whole community and the police and everything, when how do you consider when something's going to be developed or expanded? Like you know, um, you know, something else at um, KFC, and the situation with um, you know, the ice cream and everything. When is intensity to such a point where, you know, it spills over any idea of safety? As same with congestion, where are the limits? And would you give voice please to what are the parameters so that people are protected? Because I too live on James Street, but in the opposite direction, I go on Memorial Drive and I see what the people there are talking about constantly throughout the summers and everything. And, and this is occurring in different sites throughout the city. So if the chief at some point can, you know, contribute an input to this, I, I think it'll be perhaps an eye opener for everyone as to, you know, who's gonna be protecting us, please. Thank you.
0: Thank you, Mr. Namchek. Anybody
1: else on Zoom?
0: Go right ahead, go ahead, public input.
10: Thank you. Uh, Thank Dan Dorzynski. please. Yep. Dan Dorzinski, fifty-eight Keddy Boulevard. Uh I'm approximately halfway down on the street. <clears throat> Some of the concerns uh that I have seen, uh obviously the traffic is uh the the most important to me. Uh, coming home from work uh three o'clock, three thirty. At times I'm unable to turn on to Ketty Boulevard uh coming up Memorial Drive uh from the Walmart area. i at times have to, um, stay in the right lane on Memorial drive, uh, before I could even enter onto my street as cars are, uh, waiting to go into Dunkin' Don- I'm sorry, waiting to go into Dairy Queen. Um, there's two lines, uh, and additionally six o'clock, six thirty at night. Um, it's, it's an extremely difficult time, um, on hot weather days during the summer, as far as the traffic is concerned. I know, uh, some of my neighbors have, um, uh, mentioned, the concern of so many cars uh, taking up the the street, Ketty Boulevard, all the way at times, all the way down, halfway down the street to 58 Ketty Boulevard. Uh, that is that is a major concern. The traffic, uh, especially when the cars are parked on the, or I should say, standing on the on the uh, left side of the road as well as the right side. So it's an inconvenience to try to even go out that way to Memorial Drive. Uh, another concern that I want to bring up is uh, from a safety standpoint. The amount of um, trash and, and the concern of, of when that trash is disposed of. Um, I don't know if my neighbors have seen it as well, but uh, an abundance of uh, opossums, raccoons. Obviously, we've had more and more bear sightings. And I know that uh, uh, the Knights of Columbus uh, empties their bins daily because we hear that right out of our, our, uh, our backyard. Um, but I'm not sure as far as, uh, you know, the safety uh, with the trash removal. Um, so that's a question that I would have for for that business. Thank you. Thank
0: you. Anybody else for public input?
1: So get ahead. to the
0: I'll
2: mic, please.
7: And um, are usually doing it around 3.30 in the morning. In the morning, 2.30 Sometimes it's five thirty uh the nights of Columbus sometimes the sweeper goes around that time, and um we've had a real issue with that for many years um and um I'm, oh, and then with the Dunkin Donut proposal that we came, they said they're going to have tractor trailer once a week, a box truck once a day, and again, we got trucks, so I just wanted to add that the dumpster emptying the dumpsters is not within reason dunkin donut they propose 5 to 11 and their trucks will deliver not on hours so that means between 11 and 5
2: we're going to hear their trucks
0: thank you anybody else on zoom at this time
9: on our shambo 39 ketty boulevard the dumpsters were dumped at 4 o'clock, 4.30 in the morning. It just happened this past week that with the city ordinance that Ron Bell put in, in 2009, that they came after 7 a.m. Before then, three thirty, four, 4.00, 4.30, 5 a.m. During the dumpsters. It's only been this week, Wednesday, Thursday, yesterday, and today, that's after 7 a.m. So it's before then, they never followed the ordinance that when you were on the board, Mr. Zigorowski, they put that in effect with Mr. Tillotson, Ron Belair, that dumpsters within 100 residential feet was 11 PM to 7 AM, none. They have never honored that role and neither is the plaza. I'll have to double
1: check, sir, but they are covered before in the... oh, I know. take this up in our committee
8: in a little while okay all right i want to uh, I dennis o'connor 289 fuller road but i fiance De- deb able on thirty ketty boulevard so during covid when People were trying to get out and get ice cream and so on and so forth. Traffic was backed up again on Memorial Drive and Keddie Boulevard. We sat on the front lawn. And if I didn't see 40, 50 altercations, actually people getting out of the cars and going to fistfights because people were coming in from Memorial Drive and people were on Keddie Boulevard. They thought they had the right of way to get into Dunkin' Donuts. So it was a major, I mean, I'm a um, Dairy Queen, I'm sorry. So that's a major, major problem. And it still goes on to this day. I know you can ask any neighbor around here if they're sitting out on, on their yard, they know there's been many altercations of people trying to get, get out of their cars. So, I mean, nobody's got killed yet, and I hope nobody ever does. But that's a major problem, just so you know that. Thank you. Okay. I
1: hope the chair, if I ask a question at
0: not the current owner of Dairy Queen, right? Sure. That's done. Anybody from, anybody from Dairy Queen here? Or, okay, we're going to get to that in a moment. Right now, we're taking public input right now. I can make a motion to uh, she, close public. She's be public.
1: But
0: we'll let you talk. Senior the owner. You're the owner of public? Oh, you're the manager. Okay, Sorry. we'll let you talk. <laughs>
11: So hi, my name is Janelle. I'm from South Hadley, 3 Ralph Ave. Um, so, I've been a manager there for a couple of years. I do understand the traffic conditions. I've seen it happen. So, like when I try to go at night to get myself some ice cream, I have to sit there too, and it's a pain. Um, I will try to work on the snow removal. We've had a snowplow guy who comes really late in the day sometimes, so I'll try to beat him to it so that they don't have to deal with the whole sidewalk situation. And the trash people, we've tried to call them about coming so early because we had somebody come up to us and claim, but I'll try to get another call, see if it helps. and I'll try to have them call maybe two times a week instead of one so that it's not so much trash going into the yards, hopefully. And then anything else we could work on, I could do it for, for you.
0: Yeah. Oh, so who the actual owner is of Dairy Queen?
11: Yeah. If
0: you do that to our
2: secretary.
0: Yeah, sure. Yeah. On record, I don't think we do have it. So now we'll have the who the actual owner is. Anybody else for public input? Motion
4: to close public input? Motion to put, put, close, I'll make the motion, Bob.
0: Take a vote on public input, closing.
2: Councillors, uh, Zagorowski? Yes. Roy? Yes. Lopez? Labrie? Yes. Couchet?
1: I'd like to have a discussion with our committee.
4: Go ahead, Jim. Okay, I, I don't frequent it. It's, it's not in my area, it's, uh, but I have gone by there and I have seen the traffic. And um, I can imagine that some people, they see that traffic, and they're going to try to go around to Kitty Boulevard on the other side and come in because they don't have to wait on Memorial Drive. So that's an issue. Uh, I don't know how you rectify it. We'll have to you know, put that in committee and, and you know, talk to our engineers and uh, police department. And you know, I don't know what you do make it a one way or uh, public input again on that, but. Uh, let our engineer take a look at it you know he's been taking a lot of notes of talking and uh but i can imagine how how difficult it is if you live there you know or um, i don't see it but um if-
12: yes please uh, there's no no two ways about it there's definitely a problem there with traffic with trash Big item is, how do we how do we rectify it? How do we relieve it? It's, that's not a simple answer. Uh, somewhere down the line, like like uh, Councilor Lebris said, we could get the engineers involved, but I think what's gonna have to happen, personally, I think you're gonna have to get the Knights of Columbus involved. they are gonna give up, have to give up a little of their property. Kind of a round thing, unless you plan on telling Dairy Queen to go out of business somehow an easy or simple solution no but i don't think it's unattainable. i think it's something that can be addressed and,
1: you know so- have any comments on this
0: no but i'd like to hear from you
12: yeah uh some This is um, some of the issues I'm hearing for the first time tonight, like the drainage. Uh, Councilor Piniac Costello has talked to me about trying to do a study there to see what the truck volume is to see if we can get uh, trucks excluded from that road. We've been unable to do those uh, counts yet because we have the construction going on for the water main on James Street. So anything we did wouldn't reflect the actual conditions. So as soon as that um, construction project is done, we're going to get some uh, traffic counts on there.
0: Health Director, Lisa Sanders, do you have any comments about the dumpsters?
11: I do. Um, actually, I think the trash issue, that's um, They probably need to have their employees pick up more often. I don't know what would um, trash, but they need to work on that. As far as USA is concerned, they are known for picking up really early. We've sent them notices. So if you're having that problem, young lady, them picking up too early, let us know, we can send them a letter. So yeah, they are. They have done that in the past. They pick up at like three, four o'clock in the morning at other sites, so we can we can deal with that. But the trash issue, I don't know, like do you have your employees Go out?
2: And- so you might want
11: them to do it morning, afternoon and also at night.
0: City building inspector, any comments? No comment.
13: Um, the only comments i got is i agree with lisa about the dumpsters because what i've noticed and i get the phone calls too is using um the company that picks up the, the trash over at dairy queen they also have other businesses in the surrounding area so they do a roundabout so i've got complaints from other businesses in that area um a restaurant a grocery store that dumpsters are being emptied really late at night and i think what the company does They try to do it a big sweep in that area. So they're not going back and forth, but I know it's a problem. It's been a problem for other businesses in that area. And I agree that it can be a nuisance, especially because when you empty them dumpsters, it's pretty loud. It's pretty loud, but um, I'm willing to work with them and with um, Lisa Sanders from the health department to uh, make sure the dumpsters are not emptied at uh, a reasonable time.
4: It, just if anyone knows through the chair to our attorney or anyone who has the answer is, or the chief, do we have a time that uh, dumpsters can pick up uh, the, the, in our ordinances or in our charter? I I don't know,
0: uh, counselor, but maybe
4: Lisa might know.
0: Your health director,
3: I bet she knows.
11: We do. It's after seven. We have an ordinance. Um, I've actually written tickets to... Um, so we do have an order.
1: Thank you. Go ahead,
6: Mary Beth. Thank you. Um, I, I've, uh, I've been to Dairy Queen with um, Engineer Ellis, um, and uh, we've walked it, um, and there is a problem with traffic. It's narrow. There's parking on it. Um, there is speeding that is done there. For some people it might be even a cut through from Memorial Drive to James Street. So I appreciate Mr. Ellis spending as much time in Ward 9 as he does. He's very dedicated to make sure the board is safe. And I believe even one of the constituents saw uh, us walking the street. So there is a traffic issue. And if you drive by in the summer try to get into Ketty Boulevard, you can't, because the cars are backed up. And having that drive-through the way it is, is a real problem. That drive-through has created even more problems. And <coughs> many of the neighbors have contacted me, one um, contacted me right from the beginning uh, when I started, so I'm very happy everybody's here to discuss this, because it's something that has to be publicly discussed And Dairy Queen must be held accountable for the trash. Now, there is a woman in Ward 9 that collects trash. I went out with her. um, And you should see the trash that Dairy Queen has. And they shouldn't have that. The trash should be picked up, and they should be responsible for cleanup. So there's a lot of issues here on Keddie Boulevard. There's a lot of issues with Dairy Queen. So I'm very happy we're going to sit down and try to solve this to um to engineer ellis you're going to do that traffic study um one constituent asked me because in the city some streets have no trucks and then other streets have commercial vehicle exclusion so what would you recommend here a no truck sign or commercial vehicle exclusion
12: well any, anytime we do a uh, a truck exclusion it's something we go through the counts it's a commercial ve- heavy heavy commercial vehicle exclusion. And that goes, runs through the state and the DOT approves it or denies it.
6: Can we put a no truck sign here. Would that be appropriate?
12: I, I don't know that you can enforce anything off of that though.
6: Okay, so it's not is enforceable? It, yeah.
0: No, the public input is done.
6: Okay, I just, right. I just want to clarify that because that the truck issue has been brought to my attention. People are saying, well, can we put a no truck sign on Ketty Boulevard because of the fact uh, it's, it's heavily traveled. There are a lot of residents there, and it's not safe.
0: It seems to me that the whole problem with traffic there is that every Queen management needs to work with the KFC to get an outer to go out through their gate by one time. <laughs> Dairy Queen, that was a couple of owners back. She so didn't want to do it, but you notice there's businesses in there now.
6: Somebody's uh,
2: saying yes or no.
1: Might He's be for liability yes. why they won't let it. I'm starting
0: to get businesses in there now. Just, just a couple of questions. The truck deal there, that seems to be a major problem there. I, can't put, I, I just want to clarify for the public. Tell me again exactly what you state of no trucks going in
12: there. Well, if you put a no truck sign, it's not enforceable if there's not, you know, a study done and, you know, an approval from the MassDOT to have an exclusion of trucks. And they refer to it as a heavy commercial vehicle exclusion.
0: Well, there's a problem with trucks making deliveries at that place. So right. the they, management of Dairy Queen almost has to work with the KFC to see if they work something out that they can make their deliveries through the or whatever. But that's going to sum you as a. You'll have to work with uh, Harry Queen on this and find out who the
1: is. AFC also, you know.
0: The other questions from the
6: well, I just want to make sure that people understand that if they put a no truck sign, um, it's not enforceable. So that. But, you know, I think the problem with the no truck sign is some streets have it and some streets don't. So That's if you're driving around and you say, hey there's a no-truck sign on so-and-so street, how come we can't have it? So once you put that sign up there, then that opens up a a, a Pandora's box, so then everybody wants one, even though it's not enforceable. And that's what one of the constituents asked me, can we put a no-truck sign there? Mm -hmm. So the answer really is no, because it's not enforceable. What I want to do uh, through the city engineering is to do a traffic study for a commercial vehicle exclusion. And that sign is up on Britton Street from Mount Com down down to New Level Road. So we do have those signs, but that's through uh, a study and that's enforceable. But like I said, Doug's been out there with me and, and he's been out there actually a couple of times so he's well aware of the situation. But I do have a question for Doug. What about that drainage problem that the pictures show
2: today?
12: And tonight's the first I've heard of that, so it's something I would have to investigate.
2: Okay, right. We
1: will continue to monitor it and do
3: our best if we see uh, violations that they. Uh, And and the same thing as far as the the USA trucks are becoming a pattern again, then please call down to the dispatch and we can ask them as well for ordinance violation. Motion
1: to place on file. Second.
0: Motion made and seconded to place on file.
2: Councilor Zagorowski. Yes. Roy. Yes. Lopez. Labrie. Yes. Kuchain.
1: Three affirmative motion passes. Right, so next
0: next item on the agenda is to order that the public safety committee meet to discuss enforcement of ordinances in the city of Chicopee by Ms. Piniak-Costello, you have the floor.
6: Thank you. Um, I'm very happy to see uh, the uh, health director and the building um, department here. Um, and basically there's been discussions on enforcement of ordinances. And so I just would like both of you to explain and good for the public because I have one constituent in the audience that has questioned, rightfully so, how ordinances are enforced and how our problems with violation of those ordinances resolved? So thank you, I just
2: would like to hear from them. Yeah,
0: you. Anybody else on the round table want to take a shot at how ordinances are filed or enforced?
11: Sure. Go
0: ahead
1: so the it. way it
11: works for the health department, we get a complaint, an inspector will go out and follow up on the complaint. If it's indeed a violation, we send out a notice. So we give the owner X amount of days to correct. If they do not correct, um, we may send a second notice or we may call them in for an in-house hearing. If they do not show up for the in-house hearing, we then send it to our law department. Some people are what we call repeat offenders. So I will send out a notice, but then after that, I will start giving them a ticket. They're able to ticket every day thereafter, but that would, mean that we would have to actually go to that location every single day and write a ticket. But some places I happen to drive by and I will do it. Um, most people comply. Those that don't comply are usually the ones that we are going to have a problem with. They dig their heels in and they just refuse to do what we want them to do. So that's when it goes to a law department for a hearing before a judge. That's pretty much how it works. We send out a notice, we give people enough time, most people do it. Those that don't, call them in for a hearing to figure out why they didn't do it. And usually we can resolve it that way.
2: Pretty much how we do it.
8: Yeah, building, so that's the,
13: yeah. This is Frank from the building department. Um, just like Mrs. Mrs. Sanders says, um, we follow proper protocol. So we follow the same kind of rules that the health department follows. With we we send out notices, um, then we send out a second notice, and then we call them in for a hearing and try to get it resolved. If not, we send out a violation letter, and then if nothing's accomplished there, we send it over to our law department to try to get better enforcement and and get people into compliance that way.
3: Anybody else What the order? Us. We uh, we enforce it. Also, the officers, if they notice a violation, sometimes they might try to correct it and have the, the person remedy it before they issue a citation. The they issue a city ordinance violation, they fill out a complete report along with that
1: violation. And Anybody on
0: Zoom on this order?
2: Uh, yes, please. Can you hear me?
0: Boys, we can hear you, Name yes. Name and address,
5: please. Thank you. Sue Nimchick, James Street, Chickpeak, O ten twenty.
3: Mr. Chairman, yes. did you did you you close public input? Right. So were you just asking for city councilors? I'm
0: sorry. That's
5: right. Oh, okay. This is
4: well,
3: a new, order. new order. Did you you didn't close the public input on this? No, no. no
2: I didn't.
4: Not no, in this mistake. order. My mistake. My mistake.
5: mistake. May I continue? Miss yeah. Okay. Go thank ahead. you. You know, when the individuals say, you know, there's repeat offenders and they send out a a notice and then, you know, um, they continue to violate or whatever. And there's a fee. What are the fees? Are they escalating? And uh, should there be an escalated type of uh, pricing to it? So that one is. I I mean, do people just I mean, human beings behavior these days are getting worse and worse and they really Mm -hmm. don't care about anything. So if there's repeat offenders, what
2: is the price of the fee? How can one enforce it? What do you do, please?
11: So the, fee, the fees vary. So some are like for high grass, that's just $50, but you can get fined $50 every day. Um, for the real offenders, the people that have like overgrowth, trash in their yards, unregistered vehicles, those we submit to law. Um, I think it takes maybe over a year for a fee, like the ticket even has to be paid. So they don't really pay attention to that. You're right, people, the behavior is not that great. Um, and people, like I said, they dig their heels in and they won't respond until they get something from the law department. And then they call us and then they say, well, you know, you know, can I have more time or what have you?
5: Okay, no, you're there
11: just- There are some like- people that are just, we can't make people do what they are unwilling to do. That's just a bottom line.
5: Okay, so you're talking about individuals. How about these businesses that are violators, intentional or otherwise?
11: So the businesses are a little different because we, we can find them, have, we can find them, but we can also, they're usually, they usually hold a license through the city so we can um, revoke their license. So we can kind of do better with the businesses. We have a little more leverage.
5: Okay, and does that happen, happen often?
11: Which part of it? Revoking a license, or not issuing a license, writing tickets?
5: Uh, you say, you know, issuing tickets. I've done
11: all of the above.
5: All of the above. Okay.
11: Yes. It doesn't happen often, no, but I've done it, yes.
5: Okay. Do they have to reach a limit where you just say, you know, this is enough? It's the same question I think I asked the chief. You know, when is enough enough? When are limits? What are the parameters? So that we are avoiding, you know, wasting, you know, committees time and everything. And we're always sweeping up in waiting in response to everything. Whereas congestion increases or violations keep going up and people are getting stressed. And afterwards it just builds up and explodes
11: right. There, there is a point where which some places I'm just like enough is enough. I've sent out a notice. I've sent out tickets. I'm going to send this to the law department with a special note that says make this a priority. So you're right. We, we get pushed to the limits. We have a certain amount of staff members and we don't want to dedicate days to one business. It's not fair. It's not fair to the public.
5: Thank you. All Mr.
0: Ms. Mm-hmm.
11: Yes,
5: thank you.
0: Your three minutes are up. I'd like to add something to that. that are your your local alderman in each ward of the city can call in the licensee also. And I've seen that done many a times. We bring them in, the possibility that the license be revoked or discharged or whatever the case may be. So if you have a certain problem in a certain area, you can certainly speak to your councilman in each ward and they'll review it and they can file an order to have the Licensee brought into the license committee. Thank okay, you. That can be done. Okay, thank you. Anybody else in public on this order? Go ahead.
1: Address
9: again. My name is Don Arshambo, 39 Kennedy Boulevard. As I said I grew up on Kennedy Boulevard my whole life. I bicycle through Fairview. Now that I'm a driver, we have intersections in Ward 9. I'm sure there's other ones, too. But you need to pass the stop sign to see oncoming street. And there's an ordinance in, this, in the city as far as clearage to the concept. And I told one. I had Sergeant Fopp show up at my house about the truck. And I told him about that particular intersection. There's a few of them. But you have to stop at the stop sign. And then you literally have to put your nose into the cross street. And those, those shrubs are very high. So they've had to be there since I was a kid. Nobody seems to be doing anything about those intersections that are a safety to walkers coming, kids from school. Okay, There's college in McCarthy. There's Julie in New Ludlow. There's Mount Calm in New Ludlow. They have, they have shrubs that are so high that anybody walking or if somebody decides to run that red light, they're going to get creamed by somebody who's going through the green. So you talk about enforcing it. Those shrubs have been there good 10, 15, 20 feet and the same thing. People have to stop at the stop sign, pull their nose into the street before they can see the turnout. So I don't know if it's drive it. Sergeant Fo Sergeant Menti, New about Julia, and but New and Montcalm, and now the house on Whitlessy Avenue and James Street, they put shrubs up now. so I'm sure anybody coming out of Whitlessy Avenue, Fourth Avenue, Sixth Avenue, Fifth Avenue in there, they have an issue looking out from anybody coming down. James street going down the hill. So what's happening with these private homes that aren't following the ordinances. I mean, those shrubs. You can't say they just got put in. They're good. 10, 15, 20 feet. So there's kids that walk from the base up college street. They come down from McCarthy. They can't see at that corner unless they're through the intersection. So do we stop in the middle of the intersection for the stop sign? Or do we stop once and then pray we call out a little bit more and we don't have to. Somebody's gonna do with some of these houses on these corners. So somebody's gonna get hit. And Montcalm, somebody runs those red lights. And Burton Street runs those red lights. Somebody's gonna pay. Thank you.
3: Is it just shrubs, or is it fencing also with shrubs?
9: Um, there is like like a four-foot fence, but they have like ten-foot shrubs with them. And on same thing at New Ludlow and Montcalm, there's like a three-foot fence, but then there's the shrubs that probably block the view from Montcalm Heights. Julia has like a six-foot fence. On the corner, Julia and New Ludwell. So, I mean, I'm just mentioning streets that I travel and I can't believe that somebody in the city and even our representatives don't travel, that don't see that. They weren't just put in. They didn't carry in 20 foot shrubs on a truck. So, it's been going on since I was a kid on a bicycle. So, we they gonna do something. Like- now.
0: Okay. Thanks, Bobby. Sanders isn't it come under the health department high brushes and high fences or is that the building right you you took it in now all this
13: problems right very yep. beth if, 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 if you give me a list of what the problems are in your work i'd be happy to follow through i'd be happy to follow through what with,
6: if, if with if the cor- corner
13: clearance I did yeah, report
6: if, I, I, if i can just finish
0: yep Sorry. um oh,
1: wait a minute. Did are you
0: done are you, are you done, done?
6: I, e, of yes. course okay. so um, I did report these streets, and I indicated that to the constituent. Um, and they are serious, and I'll tell you who fixed, we're just waiting for the sign, we have to take a look at those shrubs on the corner of McCart- Ma- uh, McCarthy and College. kids cross there, and I stood on that corner for an hour with Doug Ellis and he fixed the no parking issue. So there's no parking now on both sides of that section with McCarthy Avenue. The problem is, is that the sign hasn't gone up yet. And I asked somebody, when when can we get that sign up? Because the ordinance passed, no parking on McCarthy Avenue toward the College Street intersection, and I'm just waiting with a sign and I'm gonna send out notices in that area to let them know that on that section of McCarthy, there's no parking. But in all fairness, no parking or not, no parking, I mean, it has to be because it's a narrow area. But the constituent is right. When you go down that street, McCarthy Avenue, you gotta peek out beyond the shrubs. So we gotta figure out what are we gonna do with the shrubs you know and and that's been an ongoing situation for a very long time
0: okay. problem with shrubs should be given to the building inspector as, it, as it, it, i did i, so I, he's, I got he, it. So he's aware of it Any yep. of you people have problems with shrubs abutting roads and anything else call the building department At least if he gets a call he's got it on record on the address and that'll so that he can get it taken care of
6: and then uh, and also on the the corner of um New Ludlow Road and Montcalm. That corner has a little fence, big but large shrubs, and I did report that, as well as the one on New Ludlow Road. So I'm happy we're having this meeting because the shrubs are a problem. In all fairness, engineering did more than their job to make sure that, that corner was addressed safety safely. And the no parking signs will be on both sides of the street but those shrubs with no parking or not they're still there and we gotta we gotta get those addressed
0: there's the guy that takes care of correct
13: correct and i i will address them issues um i can i can mention speaking about mccarthy and college street i do believe we cited that property owner before and i just you know they know that the shrubs need to be cut i just think they don't maintain them So i'll be happy to send a new letter out and i do believe i know the intersection at mount and new level rose um i believe they're apribites bushes yeah they're pretty big they're big yeah Yeah. Yeah.
6: yep so i definitely will
13: address it and And any other uh, uh, concerns uh, or any other intersection i'll be happy to to address
6: and i gave them all three a while ago to the to the constituent but i'm going to have to put in another one because you're the second person today that Made a concern about James Street and you know, we, uh I don't know how to pronounce it, but um, I'm going to have to do a referral tomorrow. The person that has told me that.
0: So all set, I'm all set. Yeah. Motion
6: to close public input.
0: Motion to close public input.
2: Councilor Zagorowski? Yes.
0: Roy? Yes. Lopez? Labrie? Yes. Cushant. This one here, I make a motion again. Motion to place on file. Motion to place on file.
2: Second. Councilor Zigorovsky? Yes. Roy? Yes. Lopez? Labrie? Yes. Cushant.
0: Last, uh, my last item on here is uh, be ordered that the Public Safety Committee meet to discuss safety issues in the Littman School neighborhood. I spoke to Councilman Dobez. He's, he's at Littman School right now. They're having a neighborhood meeting. So I'm going to, make uh, right now, best we can do with this is uh, placing the call of the chair. Motion to place on the call of the chair. Motion, second, and place the call of the chair.
2: Sigurowski? Yes. Roy? Yes. Lopez Labrie Yes Touché.
1: To three. That's,
12: uh, yeah. Motion to accept the minutes of March 23rd, 2023. Second. All we'll call for the minutes.
2: Councilor Zigarowski? Yes. Roy? Yes. Lopez? Labrie? Yes. Luchain? We'll
0: adjourn. Second. We'll adjourn.
2: Councilor, Councilor Zigarowski? Yes. Roy? Yes. Lopez? Labrie? Yes. Luchain? Bye.